The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Foundational Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Hi, Scott McClelland here with your FX Missions Leadership Moment. Really appreciate you joining us, and we are thankful today to be rejoined by uh, Terrence Clark, a friend of mine for a number of years. Hi, Terrence. Hey, hey. Good to talk to you again, Scott. Hey, bro. No, thank you. My, my joy and pleasure it is. Of course, if you're hearing this uh, edition of Leadership Moment, you if you haven't heard our first session with Terrence, you'll want to pause right here and go back. We, we talked recently about character in leadership, and we didn't get all the way through the conversation. So here we are again. But I would encourage you very much to uh, take a listen to the previous podcast, previous to this one from Terrence called Character in Leadership. It was powerful, Terrence, and I know the Lord's been dealing with you on this subject, as you'd mentioned to me. So if possible, we can just dive right back in here to Character in Leadership. I know we said uh, one thing that was very interesting to me is that (laughs) you asked the question of, of those in your home group, who do you allow to have this type of access into your life and this kind of influence into your into your life? And I think you got generally a nobody kind of response. <laughs> do I remember that right? You do. You do. I mean, it was, uh, you know, and again, I think the way the way the question came, I don't think they were thinking that that was really where I was going with it, but it, it was. And you know, and maybe I need to give a little more context around that. I mean, there were, I would say probably about, I don't know, 12 of us. Mm-hmm. And so, and yeah, I think you would ask about if there were any millennials. I don't, and I said no, but there may have been a couple that, that were, uh, you know, in their low thirties. So I, that, that could be, um, millennial-ish <laughs> in their thinking, but I was surprised. I'd say that. Yeah. Low thirties. <laughs> I think 80, somebody told me that 81 is where that generation began in terms of birth. So that would make that person. Or do we really want to gray our hair like this? <laughs> Thinking about it. If somebody was born in 81, they're right now, they're 39. Okay. So, or, okay. 38, 38, excuse 38. Me. Okay. So we're right in there. Okay. Well, so then, yeah, there were, there were several then that were in that group. Not totally though. I mean, it, it was a, it was a pretty, this was an right. older group. So I was just, I was surprised to hear the thinking, but I, but at the same time, I also understood the thinking that yeah. a lot of people out there have been hurt and because they've been mm-hmm. hurt, they are very concerned about letting people in. Yes. You know, people don't get that qualification to get 
to say certain things and without mm-hmm. there being a lot of concern and a lot of walls going up to protect. So, yes, yes, you know, yes, yes. Yeah. So we had that conversation and, you know, obviously they are coming to our home group. This is not a church driven home group. This is just something we started in order to really begin to help in this, what we believe God is doing a new thing with raising up a people who are focused much more on living out the church and being the church much more than just thinking about showing up uh, Sunday to Sunday and doing, you know, and, and checking that box for the week. Mm. So that's kind of the mindset. And so these folks obviously, interestingly, are, are a part of this group. And I, and I, I must also say that most of them do not go to a church, uh, which is a, another thing uh, that we're seeing quite a bit in this generation where people are literally pulling away from the church, although they still consider themselves believers, Christians. Mm-hmm. And, right. But they're looking, they're hungry. And so mm-hmm. we've got a group of those that we're meeting with. And the idea is to mentor, speak into, help them to really live out church together, live out life as the believers. And so we do that. Uh, we eat together. We we talk about a variety of things, issues that come up in our personal life, as well as we dig into the word on a regular basis. We're actually going through the Bible through the year. And so we all read in the same, we're in the same place each day. And uh, we talk about that as well on a regular basis of the scriptures that we're reading and uh, on our way through reading the whole bu- the Bible. So hmm, it's been, it's been fascinating. Cool. That's, that's, well, it sounds like the right context uh, for the opportunity to get some depth and permission. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. I've, I've observed what appears to be trends. And, you know, of course, uh, just because we can see and understand something doesn't mean it doesn't affect us too, right? I, I think exactly. I've observed some of these same trends at distance and very up close where folks, you know, even like myself are looking for a way to fit and not just check the box, you know, mm-hmm. as you mentioned there, not just check the, Hey, I made the meeting this week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, you know, look, I can't imagine the apostle Paul going, well, I just checked the box. That man was, was, was given his life mm-hmm. on a, you know, and I believe that's who and what God is calling us to do. But yeah. in this generation, what I'm finding a lot of, especially with the social media, I think the some of the characteristics of leadership has changed mm. in the sense that I'm seeing and feeling sometimes that people are seeing themselves as leaders when just because or their goal is to have some kind of a maybe a a profound thought, you know, let me right. like a, like a Twitter word, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so it's becoming more centered around uh, profound thinking, you know, great ideas, great uh, philosophical or, you know, uh, religious um, sentences and things that can inspire <laughs> people. Right. But maybe not going to the depth of things that would really set aside and establish ourselves as true leaders that are willing to, you know, allow others in. And, and let me say mm. it like this for, for maybe people that are listening, how many of us, you know, have gotten our passions under control? Mm-hmm. Things like uh, there's a, I, I'm finding a great deal of men who are in leadership who are struggling with pornography. Mm. And it's, 
there, you know, things like this is just character issues, character flaws, character areas where we're not taking the time to develop those areas in our life, but we still feel good because we do have people that love what we're saying and will hear us. But maybe when it came, if it came to the place where we were actually exposing these areas in our life, even to the degree and where I'm finding in, in having these conversations with our home group and people that I've talked with, almost to the degree where if you are a person that's living a life where your character is high, that it's looked upon as a negative. We want to hear about your weaknesses and where you fail, not so much about where you succeed. <laughs> wow. Bro, I mean, have blood, you heard that blowing, at all? Well, I, I, I think I've heard it, but what makes it a wow moment for me is that I, I think you saying it in that way kind of reveals... I think a tendency during our time. And it also makes me think about, wow, folks are, I guess we're, we are all weak and, and in some ways we, we might as well admit it, but we draw comfort potentially from other people's weaknesses. You know, if we're looking at ourselves uh, and maybe we draw condemnation from their strengths. We don't want to hear about that. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought about it just that way. So I don't have any like, like completely dialed in perspectives on it, but it's just breaking in on me there as you say it. Wow. 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 Yeah. I mean, there's been quite a, I've had quite a few discussions, especially, you know, you know, I have, my kids are in that generation as well. So I have these sure. conversations with those with them as well. Mm-hmm. And this idea that, well, I can't identify with you unless you have failed a lot, unless you are. Well, and I, and I laugh because I, I, like I, I tell I say we've all failed. You, no one gets where they're at without failing a lot. Sure. <laughs> we've sure. all sure. failed. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that's that's how God teaches us, obviously. But, you know, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. Yes. And I've, I literally have had individuals tell me that they can't say that because they don't want to come off as though they're that. <laughs> and I'm like, really? okay, well, <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. No, we want to be able to say, follow me as I'm following. Christ. Yeah. But what if I'm falling? What if I'm failing? What if I'm, it's like, okay, we understand that there's going to be mistakes along the way. That's okay. Yeah. But if we do have character issues, if we haven't developed our character where there are things that we need to deal with, then absolutely we may not be in, we really may not be in a place where we need to be calling ourselves a leader. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we may need to be sitting for a while and taking a season to make sure that we are in a position that we can say those words and that people can look us up and down and say, this is someone that I truly respect because of their character, because of who mm-hmm. they are yeah. and because of what they're living and where they have been. And yes, they're not perfect. They make mistakes, but they are not living in their mistakes. The, mm-hmm. and their mistakes are an event, not a way of life. And that's right. a big difference. Right. And I, th- I think the scripture makes that clear for those of us who are 
who are digging in there or whatever, for those who are discerning, mm-hmm. it's, 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 uh, it's one thing, I think, for someone to fail to a weakness. That, that doesn't make that person whatever the verb is, right? In a, in a, you know, <laughs> right. you know it, but it, we sometimes have the idea that we're struggling with something when actually what we're doing is compromising with it. Mm. And if you're compromising with something, you're not struggling with it. That's right. <laughs> you know, That's right. You're participating with it. You know, so I think that great. we've got to be discerning and we have to have courage that helps us to confront things as they are. You know, I mean, that's a key ingredient of repentance is to the acknowledging of the truth. So so long as we think we we characterize our our failings as a struggling instead of a compromise, then we're not maybe in a position to overcome because we're being cowardly in Mm. front of our failings. And that's a recipe for ongoing defeat, which is not what the Lord has for us. That's right. He's got victory for us. Amen. In Him and in His grace. And He doesn't want that to be our lot. But until we can confront it head on, I think the the struggle continues or the compromise continues, whichever one applies. Man, we're we're on a good roll here. I want to keep going. And then, of course, we'll, we'll separate this into a couple of sessions. Thanks for joining this multi-part series with uh, myself, Scott McClellan, and Terrence Clark. Uh, Terrence, as he'd mentioned, is a host of a podcast himself, gtalk.media, G as in grant, talk.media. Please come back and join us for this multi-part series on leadership with an emphasis on character, and we really appreciate you being a part of the Leadership Moment from FX Missions. This Leadership Moment was produced in partnership with Engaging Missions. Have your leadership question answered by contacting Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit FX Missions to learn more about how you can grow your leadership and engage in missions. Visit engagingmissions.com for encouragement, insight, and resources from missionaries, ministry leaders, and church planters.